Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Lordy Miss Claudia and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lordy Miss Claudia, coming at you live from everywhere, even in Las Vegas. With good news and bad news, if necessary, this is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lordy Miss Claudia and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Stand up, speak up, and speak out. That's what the call is all about. This is what this show platform is all about, standing up, speaking up, and speaking out. And like Sarah Borelli say, and be brave. And today, I have a great show for you. It's interesting, too, and it's titled Multiple Credit Pooling. For auto loan shopping. Now, I know that the title said, What is rental and lease agreement and contract fraud? Season 1, Episode 2. But it's all in the same here because what we're talking about is about when we go shopping for an automobile. And sometimes, if you don't know what you're doing, some things can happen to you there too. So, what is can fraud be discoverable? What is credit pulling fraud? Is there such thing as credit pulling fraud? Or is it called an ethical credit score pulling? Whatever it's called, it don't sound good. In this episode, I will be talking about various ways multiple credit pulling can affect your credit score when shopping around for a a loan, a, a company to finance a car you want to buy. Now, did you know that some underwriters of loans can make or break your credit? And maybe they don't even know until you go back and say something. Multiple credit score pulling from various companies to finance a car can be a hard hit, and it's unethical too. So, right at this moment, you know, I have been doing a little bit of research for myself, and uh, I just want you to know that I did come up to, uh, you know, come up with some some articles that I have been reading on, you know, that help me to understand because, see, I am a consumer too, y'all, and this platform that I have is all about bringing information, something that will uh, something that will help someone out there that may not know, as God said, you know, our people perish because of lack of knowledge, but our people perish if they don't apply the knowledge that is given to them. You know, knowledge is free to get it, but it's hard when it comes to applying it, but mind over matter. So, Come and join me and discover how not to be a uh, how not to be a target for predatory lending. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, and so is money and time. Get tips on how to stop it before it gets started. And if you're anybody out there that had a bad car experience, share the story. Help someone that don't know what to do when going to buy a car. And if there's any experts out there. And if there's something that I am not saying, that is right. Come and correct me. This is what this show is all about. Because, see, the problem is is not getting the issue discussed. 
So I'm putting it out there and to the best of my ability. I didn't say that I was a professional, but I did say I was a professional rookie, okay? So my thing is to get it out there. And if you experts out there that know different than I do and I'm saying something that might not quite be right, there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. I can take it. So come on to the show. You're welcome, all right, to come on to the show and share your tips on how to shop smart when buying a vehicle and tips on how to shield creditors from being, or your credit, from being pulled multiple times. Come. You are welcome, experts. All right, now we're going to get on with the show, and I want to be able to just let you know that I am here to give information. Ain't trying to tear nobody up, but you know, hey, as I get the information, you get the information, okay? So I have three uh, articles, one that's from bankrate.com and the other one from peoriamagazine.com and another one that's from Experian themselves. You can find these on Google as I give the names of the articles. But before we get started, I want to be able to tell you a story, a true story about myself, what happened to me. Okay, I ain't saying no names because it ain't necessary. Just that I'm trying to get some information to someone out there that when you go car shopping and going to dealerships and stuff, that maybe this may be able to help you along with other good tips and stuff that I found out through, you know, articles and different things. But let me tell you the story. Now, most creditors uh, are doing damage without knowing it to credit reports. Okay, we're talking about two consumer credit reports. And in other words, it seems that many creditors are actually doing more harm than good to their customers when it comes to the credit or to their credit report. Now, let's find out what I mean by that. But first, I want to just tell you a short story about myself. And as I said, without telling on anybody, but it is giving information how to shop smart when dealing with dealerships, uh, underwriters that's at the dealerships that's going out, that's uh, taking your application and sending it out there to be grabbed by whom may find that your credit score may fit when getting a loan for a car you're trying to get, all right? So, but the story is to substantiate the articles I'm going to read you that supports my story, how pulling a credit report over and over can affect your credit score. So get out your pens and your pencils and your paper and write this number down and call in, listen, and make a comment if you want to, okay? Call the number is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest calling number, if you ain't got no phone, is 877-483-3153. That number is toll free, 877-483-3153. And, and now that we're on this issue of multiple credit report polling, when purchasing a car and getting a loan for your car, let me first tell you my story without 
again, saying names, but y'all know who y'all is, all right? And therefore, I'm trying to make sure everybody else don't make this same mistake, okay? I came to visit without a car, okay? And it's been close to six months while being here in Vegas. And while getting my finances together and getting my credit together, I was seeking a car. And I called this one car dealer and I created a small bond and trust with a car seller from this dealership company. And this person waited on me to get my finances together, and at the time, I was riding public transportation, okay? And this car seller stayed in contact with me for up to the three months, and finally, I was told uh, that the boss would possibly be of help in helping me to get a car. So I decided to go on ahead and give it a try, you know, and I'm nervous and different things. And, you know, my little inside intuition is saying, I don't know, Wendy, you know, you might want to wait till you got some money and stuff before you go and do this. But I already knew my credit was okay. So I go down on a Sunday afternoon, and I found my car was already picked out and ready for me. I wanted a Yaris instead. You know, that was my thing. I wanted a Yaris. But they had always, you know, this dealer uh, uh, seller had already picked out a nice little Mazda for me. And by Monday, Monday I was driving it out. Uh, I was driving my little itty-bitty out, okay, out of the parking lot on Monday. Now, then I got an alert that was on my credit monitoring uh, uh, system that I had put in place to see what's going on because so much credit fraud and different things, and, you know, you get your get your belongings taken from you, you got your Social Security numbers in them and stuff, and you don't want to buy messing with your credit. So I just put a, uh, a monitoring system on my credit, and I got this uh, alert. And so I went to go see and I found that I had six alerts that was on my credit. And I went in to see and found the companies uh, that I had got the vehicle from had pulled my credit three times. And then Capital One pulled it two times. And then another one uh, pulled it that one time. And it took my credit score all the way from 735 down to 641. That's 100 credit points, okay? I'm serious. I was tripping. I I was upset, and, and what the hell happened? That's the way I felt. And, I, and so what I did was, on top of that, I had an interest rate that was given to me for this car at 18%, okay, for this car that I owned. And the loan I had was with another company that hadn't even pulled the credit report. They didn't even pull the credit report, but I got a, a, you know, a company that was interested in taking the loan and being the, uh, the loan company creditor for, for the car that I got, right? So I went to get answers, and when I went back to the dealership and passed the car seller, I did, I passed the car seller up, because I know the car seller ain't got nothing to do. All they're doing is selling the car. And I sat in front of the loan operator or the loan writer that shotguns 
the loan applications out to multiple lenders which dealership has relationships with, okay? In other words, the lenders they know. And I asked the underwriter, why did you do this? You know, the dealership, y'all pulled my credit report three times. Now, you know, the dealership only supposed to pull one, the underwriter who is going to shotgun your application out to everybody else. And that factor and that credit score should suffice for the underwriter to send it out to whom they think that will have the best rate and loan for your your car, okay? And so, well, needless to say that the uh, the underwriter flatly denied that he even did it, so I had to prove it. So I showed the underwriter about it, okay? And when we got finished talking, uh, he showed me, uh, you know, who he had shotgun my application out to, which was Capital One and Bank of America. Now, and then I was told that, well, you had some alerts that was on, you had some fraud alerts or fraud, uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you send out to put a fraud alert on your credit report so nobody won't be getting in it, and then they tell you, you know, and yeah, you did this, and they weren't able to call you because you didn't have a number. And I'm saying to the underwriter, like, what are you talking about? I, they couldn't talk to me. I'm sitting right here in the office negotiating with the contract in front of me, and you mean to tell me you couldn't have had the the the, the loan people that was interested in my loan to talk to me to verify anything? I mean, it goes. I have done it with credit cards. How come I couldn't do it with that? So. He didn't say anything. He just said he hadn't heard about anything like this ever happening. But he didn't know. All he knew was that, well, you know, we shoot your credit out there, and, you know, the credit report or the credit bureaus recognize you're shopping for a car, and, you know, and they they excuse that, and you, it doesn't hurt your credit like that. But 100 points? Well, of course. Yes, 100 points. And all I have to say is what I experienced was credit pulling of this dealership that did it three times. And, and that's who I was going to go get the car. And so... That's who I was going to go get the car from, all right? And they sent me somewhere else. But needless to say, the last end of this is once I, once I did get a loan, uh, uh, you know, a loan or, or another creditor to accept my application, this was an application that this creditor didn't even put a credit report but, he ended up, but this ended up being my creditor for the loan, and it was at 18%. And I had already, uh, I had already did what I could do to, I already did what I could do to, uh, I was just upset because, you know, the loan was at 18%. And I was upset with that. I I I couldn't get with that. That was it was wrong. So
So now it was like, okay, what's going on here? So I decided, okay, it's time for me to do some research because that was a little bit I didn't know. And that was said before. And this was pulling a credit report from one credit bureau, TransUnion, all right? Now, I called TransUnion. TransUnion took and said, well, if you can go and get a a uh, a letter from them that's saying that you know they made a mistake and put in your credit as many times as they did and send it to us, we'll correct the problem. I said, oh, okay, but it was never done. So now I'm here to let y'all know from from what I experienced, I'm going back over it. I had did some research, and I'm bringing this to you. And for anybody out there that want to know this, this is to your advantage because now I know, okay? I mean, you know, hey, you're never too old to be targeted in victimization or whatever the case may be. You can always have something going on in the area, especially when you're putting your name on contracts. It is very important for you to read your contract and, you know, and, and, and be up on your credit and have you a credit report right then. When you go in to go shop a car, you need to have one the very hour so it's fresh and give it to the person so that they can see what you see. And what I would say is this is what I found out. I found this out. How credit inquiries affect credit score? And I found this out at bankrate.com. And one piece of advice when it comes to protecting your credit score is to apply for credit sparingly. That's number one. And credit inquiries can lower your score, yet some credit checks not tied to loans or credit cards products can generate the kind of inquiry that affects your credit rating. Now, bankrate.com explains which type of inquiries impact your credit score by how much and for how long. The question here is, what is a credit inquiry? An uh, inquiry is a notation on your credit report that someone has requested your credit file. Two types of inquiries may appear on your credit report. Hard inquiries that can impact your credit score and soft inquiries that don't. When you pull your credit report, you can see both hard and soft pulls. Creditors can only view hard inquiries. Now, what counts as a hard or soft inquiry? Applying for a loan or a credit card can result in a hard inquiry. The same thing when it comes to auto loans, okay? Some applications not tied to a form of credit can result in a hard inquiry as well. A credit check for a new mobile phone or apartment, for example, also can generate a hard pool on your credit report. Now, inquiries not related to a new financial commitment won't hurt your credit. In other words, if somebody just want to find out if you're working like an employer or, you know, a company sending pre-approved offers of credit or insurance or existing creditors conducting periodic uh, account reviews on your own, Okay, or your own request to see your credit file. These don't hurt your credit score. Now, 
In other words, as I read on in bankrate.com, it goes here, the actual impact of a credit of an inquiry can vary according to your credit history. Okay, if you have few accounts or short credits or history history inquiries uh can cost more points to come off of your credit. In my case, that wasn't the case. I had a 735 credit score and got jipped almost 100 points, if not 100 points, because I was down to 641, like you know. And then, like I said, the the loan um, creditor that I got for my loan for the application was a high-risk uh, credit company for the loan at eighteen percent. I was like, "What's up with that?" But if that can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. And they didn't even do a credit score; they didn't do a credit pooling. So, what was the uh, the underwriters doing when they pulled the credit of mine three times? Were they checking which one? Since I had a 735 one, okay, they pulled another one, they'll bring it down some more and bring it down some more and then give the lowest one to the to to one that they got relationship with so that they can uh, sell the application to them and, you know, get whatever the bargain that they get from what they do and helping each other with credit, you know, with people's application. I don't know. You know, it's a thought. You know, but it, I saw that it was unethical. But to move on, okay. The bank rate says that the actual impact of inquiry can vary according to your credit history. The fewer that you have of accounts or short credit histories, inquiries can cost more points. That's for new people that don't have much. Uh, to show for, but a person like me that had been on the credit system ever since in the 1980s, I shouldn't have had no problem in that sense, and that's talking to other people too. So it's good for you to go into your credit uh, report and pull your own credit report so you can find out what's going on through all three credit reports and see what's going on with your credit so that with these different companies that you're going to go get cars from or, you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's going to go, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do that's going to have your John Hancock on a contract, you need to figure it out, how, you know, how to protect yourself. So here it is. So they say hard inquiries stay on credit reports for two years, but the length of time they impact the score depends on the scoring model used. They got Vantage score takes them into account generally as long as they remain on the consumer's credit file. And according to Davies FICO score, who they all say the fake score, FICO score, the um. Excuse me. The industry standards count them for for the first year once they appear on the credit report, and then you got multiple inquiries generated when rate shopping for a mortgage or auto or student loan or consolidated or are consolidated by credit scoring models when done within a certain window of time. Now, 
and uh, and then I'm going to take you over here to how creditors can damage your credit score or your credit report, okay? And this one is done by PeoriaMagazines.com. You can see this for yourself. And so they say they have ran into a new problem. It seems that many creditors are actually doing harm to their customers' credit reports. Now, this is curtailed to what I might have, what I have been through, and it might have been others if you've paid attention, but I decided to go back to the underwriter and talk about it. Yeah, and I took it up and talked to the boss, too. I needed to find out what was going on, and sometimes that's what you need to do when you're trying to stand up and speak up and speak out for for yourself. So it says here most creditors are doing the damage without knowing it. And that only two credit unions they found I have ever sent their loan officers, which I call them the underwriters, okay, but their loan officers to a credit reporting seminar or a class. Uh, what was more surprising, what they found out was that not one of the financial institutions called was inputting the purpose or type codes to identify why they were assessing the consumer's credit reports, okay? And they also say there are no credit files on consumers. It's only ones and zeros inside computers. So, excuse me. Today, a credit report is created based on information received from the creditor when the report is requested. Now, the first one that got my eye was this one, pulling the report over and over because the wrong information was entered the first time or the creditor has more information on the consumer now. We have seen creditors pull a report on a consumer three or four times, adding more information each time. Every time a credit report is requested, it will lower the score. Now, remember, I told you about my story, a true story of what I went through purchasing a car. And it depends on the size and the age of the file from one to five points. Each consumer should be sure to give the creditor their full name uh, with the middle initial, whether they're a junior or whatever, uh, their current and previous address, date of birth, driver's license, and social security number, all of that was given. So I know that they wasn't making no mistake with me because I had all of what I needed when I got there. And so then it goes on to say this, if you are a creditor, Always enter correct type code. A young person with little credit can easily have 15 to 50 points knocked off their FICO score if they go to get a car, if they go to a car dealer and the dealer calls several financial institutions and none enters the auto type code when pulling the reports. Maybe that's what happened to me. You dig what I'm saying, y'all? So I'm talking to all of y'all out there that's going to go get, you know, uh, cars that you need to know this information. So they're saying here there are exceptions where inquiries do not adversely affect the score. 
multiple, multiple requests for auto or mortgage loans in the last 30 days count as one inquiry per FICO. Employment credit reports do not count against the score or three inquiries by the consumer to see their own report with the credit report or with the credit bureaus or through annualcreditreport.com. Do not count against the score. Request to review a current loan. Customers' credit do not adversely affect the score. But if there is no purpose score or purpose code, FICO can't adjust the score. Now, let's go on. So, incorrectly, as Peora uh, is saying, PR magazine is saying incorrectly reporting an account. We they say we don't see this very often, but two examples would be an account reported as a revolving credit when it is an installment loan, or reporting a account as a line of credit when it is really a second mortgage installment loan. Installment loans, mortgage loans, are revolving loans, and they're scored differently. And they're saying here that if you don't have access to a computer, you can call this number, 877-322-8228. This is an automated service, and, and you will not talk to a real person. But another useful number is 888-567-8688, Okay. And this will opt you out of pre-approval mailings. I'll say to you uh, the next time when I get back on this radio and I update you on information on how to communicate with a real rep from the credit reports or the credit bureaus to get this information and, and get things that you need done to your credit report. It's very important for you to watch out what you're doing when it comes to buying a car. Hey, like I said, I have to be the guinea pig. And, you know, hey, I love a good fight, but I'm also out here to show or to give you tips on what to do to what to look for. Number one is that make sure that before you go to the car dealer, make sure you in your budget to get the kind of car you want. Sometimes it takes you, you know, instead of getting this luxurious car and your budget don't call for it, you may just be needing to have what you call a commuter car. And for those that are going out there to do just getting a car just to get you back and forth, you know, please go into your credit. Look into your credit. You can get it at this place where the Peoria Report, PeoriaMagazine.com says, and that is at the annual credit report.com. You can get a free credit report. You can get it on all three of your credit reports. You can get it on all three, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And it's free, an annual credit report on all three, and look at your credit report and to find out what's going on with your credit. And also, you know, you you should also ask for a credit score. Okay, they'll try to sell you one, but 
You know, it's better to get you an original one than rather get it sold because, you know, they'll tell you everything that needs to be done, and maybe they might be able to do that when it comes to the uh, annualcreditreport.com. It might be different. But if I was you, I'll pull your credit score, find out what's going on with it, so that when you go to buy a car, you know, and make sure that the underwriter, the loan officer, I call them the loan underwriters because they're the ones that make it possible that can break you and what you get in the interest rate versus that can make you where you will have a pleasant experience if they come out and talk to you, okay, about your credit. Okay, we got car sellers that are out there too, but there might be some car sellers that may not know. They may be new, but who need to be sitting down talking to you is the loan officer that is going to shotgun your application out there to uh, to multiple creditors and make sure that they only do one credit report pull off of you. I don't care which one they pull them from, but make sure that it's just one because otherwise, like what happened to me, there were six that was pulled from the same credit Bureau and it was TransUnion and I can't get none of them to say, hey, uh, we took a, we pulled one too many and we need to give her back her points so that she can uh, and send this letter or document to the credit report uh, to get this done. But to keep you from doing it, I'm saying to you, watch what you're doing. You know, go. They're with information. Make sure they got the right information on you. Make sure that you got the right type of money that will be able to get you what you want. And if you have a uh, a high credit score in your 700, you know what I'm saying, make sure that they only do one or take one in there to let them see that you know what your credit score is, and maybe that may help them not pull your credit score or your report too many times and, you know, it may stop uh, them from, you know, sending a lower credit score from a credit report that they done pulled be times to get it low and send it to a high-risk loan creditor that will take your uh, application, but you'll be at a higher rate because of it. So if anybody knows what I talk about out there, just send in some information. Now, if you feel like that I'm saying something wrong, okay, I'm talking about experts, whatever, but I am a consumer. I went through it. You know what I'm saying? Some cases it might need to be taken to the attorney general, you know, to get something done, okay, because you are a consumer and you are afforded protections as a consumer when it comes to your credit report, when it comes to your credit, and when it comes to doing loans. I am not saying everybody out there, you know, is waiting to find a target to do predatory lending with, but I am saying to you buyers out there, beware, especially y'all that don't know. 
there should be creditors or there should be loan officers that should sit down with you, even if you got a credit fraud, uh, what do you call it, a follower on your credit report, there should be still a way. If they're talking to the creditors on the phone about your about your score, your credit report, and the loan, and you're right there, it's easy for them to talk to you and verify anything at the negotiation table. So... Take it from me, you know, don't be a target, but you have more information where you can be up on your game when you're going out there to go get a car, you know, that you want. Just be knowledgeable. So this is just sending something out there to you. If you have any questions or you like what I just put out out here, or even if you don't like it, you know, I'm on Facebook. I ain't got no problem with, you know, someone telling me whether they like what I had to say or not. My point is to put something out there for you to think about and some information that will help you. It's up to you if you use it. Again, my name is Lardy Miss Clardy. I am here on Blog Talk Radio. This is my forum, and my forum is all about bringing information and telling you to stand up, speak up, and speak out against victimization and fraud, and like Sarah Borelli said, be brave. Don't keep that stuff in. Tell somebody about it. You may be able to help somebody, and that's all I'm doing is putting it out there so that you can see I've been through it, so I'm trying to keep you from going through it by giving you any information possible. You can find me on Facebook at Wendy W. Clardy. You can also email me at professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com, okay? Again, I'll put that out there. You can find me on Facebook and let me know you like what I'm doing by, you know, being a friend and say what you want to say. Or you can have a request for a topic you want me to talk about. I'm right there on Facebook. Wendy W. Clardy, all right? And also, you can email me with your request if you want, uh, you know, a promotion, you want to advertise. I don't got no problem with it. My form is good for you to do your advertisement on. Just email me at professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. And thank you for listening to this program this evening. And on tomorrow is Child Support News with Alpha C. Hales. Join me on that program as we discuss about decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors. And it will start at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, 3.30 Pacific Time. Come in, support, listen to the program. Give some feedback. I'd love to have you. Just thank you again. My name, again, is Lardy Miss Clardy, and you have listened to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Have a good night. Remember, buyers, beware. Take care of yourself. Knowledge is power. Have a good night. <laughs>